Welcome to K-Drama School. I'm your host, Grace Jung, and class is now in session. catch me at Zany's 8 p.m. on March 30th. Same night, you can catch me at Burke's Public House for the Discount Comedy Therapy Show, 8 p.m. March 31st, I'm going to be at the Comedy Bar at 8 p.m. And then on April 1st, I will be at Lincoln Lodge for a storytelling show at 7 p.m. And then April 2nd, I will be at Laugh Factory Chicago for the 7.30 show. So you can catch me in Chicago for four nights and it would be awesome to see you. What's going on with me? Honestly, you guys, I'm genuinely considering uh, maybe taking this podcast and putting it solely on Patreon. The reason why I say this is because I currently do not have any sponsorships. I've been doing this podcast for over a year now, and I don't have a consistent sponsorship. I do have one monthly subscriber uh, who pays a fee, and I'm very grateful to that person, but uh, it's just not enough for me. And I need to do something more with what I have, uh, which is my time and my effort. And that is worth everything to me right now. I, I'm not 100% sure yet, so I'm open to your feedback. I mean, if you think you will no longer be subscribing to this, if I move it to Patreon, then I totally understand. But um it's something I'm thinking about just because everybody's on Patreon now and it's like, well, if my efforts are going to be compensated for on that platform, then why not? Why not consider doing that? Because uh, this costs me a lot of money every month to do. So anyway, it's something I'm thinking about. So that's just kind of on the horizon as a potential maybe. The show I'm going to be talking about today is called The Silent Sea. It is a miniseries on Netflix based on writer-director Che Hang-yong's short film, which he entitled The Sea of Tranquility. And it was adapted for TV by Park Eun-kyo, who is a screenwriter for cinema. And she's credited for some major titles like Mother, which she co-wrote, and Bong Joon-ho is the director of that film. And she also wrote Crush and Blush, starring Gong Hyojin, which is a very idiosyncratic and strange movie. But uh, Gong Hyojin was phenomenal in that film. So check it out if you haven't seen it. This series, uh, The Silent Sea, has a very filmic feel to it. And it's notable not just in its pacing, but also in the intertext of the show. So intertext is a term that is used in film and media studies to reference texts within a text. This is a TV series that has multiple film references that I see as a film viewer and a film scholar. So the musical score, for instance, is highly reminiscent of the score by Hans Zimmer in Interstellar. In fact, it's almost identical at times. The whole viral infection thing echoes Contagion films like Contagion and Outbreak. It's also very reminiscent of pretty much any and every zombie movie or TV show we've seen. 
from South Korea so far. There are plenty of those. The scene when Luna, the character Luna, gets lunar water thrown on her and she starts spazzing on the table. It's very reminiscent of scenes from the Korean zombie shows and movies. It's also very reminiscent of the film The Wailing by Na Hongjin, where characters show very similar sort of bodily movements. The extreme long shots of the sparse dystopian land on Earth with its yellow tones and scorched dryness is highly reminiscent of shots we've seen in Blade Runner 2049. And the scenes of the little feral girl running around and bouncing through the leaves is reminiscent of Tarzan. We also see it repeated when Peduna's character is relating to the girl in the little living area, right? When the girl is like repeating things that Peduna says and what have you, like the actions and all of this, the mirroring, right? It's, I mean, we've seen it in these other other kinds of movies. The scene when Gong Yu's character closes the gate, letting the two doctors escape in the end while staying behind is reminiscent of Armageddon. We've seen it with Bruce Willis's character. The scene when Gong Yu passes out and has flashbacks of his daughter is reminiscent of Train to Busan, which... Uh, also stars Kung Yu, and Kung Yu has flashbacks of his daughter when he's about to turn into a zombie in that movie. The concept of clones being used for experiments is highly reminiscent of Never Let Me Go, which is a film based on the Kazuo Ishiguro novel of the same title. And these movies and shows embedded or echoed in the silent sea are what I mean by intertexts, text within a text. I do feel like the filmmaker is a bit of a novice. Sea of Tranquility is Che's second short film. He made another short film in 2006 called Chalk, which I don't know anything about. But The Silent Sea is Che's first major budgeted project. And because of this, there are many copy elements in the show that harken back to these other major motion pictures or TV shows that we now claim as canonical texts. When I was younger, I used to really despise how often Korea copied mainstream Hollywood or American products. This goes beyond just America. When I was a teenager and visited Korea for the first time in 13 years, my mom's best friend was a black market hustler of knockoff handbags from from like Europe, like, you know, Louis Vuitton and Prada. And these copies were so accurate that nobody questioned the quality or authenticity of my bags. The one difference is time. So these bags, the knockoffs, they don't do well with time because the quality of the materials are not up to par with luxury brands. And after a couple of years, like I couldn't carry these bags anymore. They just went in the trash. When I was a teenager, I was a big fan of Alicia Keys. And as soon as Alicia Keys started winning Grammys, Korea had their own string of R&B female singers that they were grooming for the K-pop industry to really liken Alicia Keys's vibe. But when I got into college, I read an essay by Virginia Woolf who encouraged copying as a novice. She encouraged reading what others might criticize as mainstream and therefore trash. And she said that every artist has a beginning and as a creator, we should read what we are drawn to and emanate who we are drawn to. And the more we create over time, we develop our own voice, imprint, and mark. And I think Choi Hang-yong is still in the process of finding his own authentic mark as a creator. 
I don't think this was a particularly good show. When this show came out last year, it was still riding off the coattails of Squid Game's intense popularity, and that's why it was rated as like one of the top 10 most viewed shows of the week, but it's not a good show, not by any means. The show has a lot of benefit from major Hallyu stars, though, like Hedona, Gong Yu, Kim Seonyoung, and Yi Jun from M Black. I was very impressed with Yi Jun's performance on this show. He's really become a man since I last saw him in that weird Kim Gidak movie, Rough Play. I'm very impressed by his acting chops, and I felt like Yi Jun really came into his own since then. And this is what I mean. I think Choi Hang-yong needs some time to become a seasoned writer-director. I think he needs more time to make more TV shows and movies. I think The Silent Sea could have just been a single feature film. I didn't think that it needed to be drawn out into a TV series. But of course, given South Korea's high demand for TV shows by Netflix... A lot of filmmakers are becoming showrunners, right? I mean, this is where that awkwardness comes in. I also wonder if this kind of demand is hurting the filmmakers' dreams and careers to stretch out a screenplay and make it a 320-minute show rather than just a simple 90-minute movie, something that is done solely to meet the demands of Hollywood and its streaming markets at this time. So... Is Hollywood hurting the quality of Korean filmmakers' works? I mean, this is a question that we can bring up. And in this instance, I say yes. I say it it has hurt Choi Hyung-yung's quality. Uh, but I also think that Choi Hyung-yung isn't... Um, yeah, he, he doesn't really quite have what it takes to be a showrunner or even... I don't know, even a filmmaker's hat at this point. I, it, there was just so many so many copy elements in this show that it was distracting to a fault. But, hey, everybody needs their time and space to grow into their own artistry. That I give them. Today I'm going to talk to Blake Hammond. He is a Cincinnati-based comedian. Very funny guy. We met at the uh, comedy festival in North Carolina last year. He's a good guy, interesting guy. We had a great talk, so let's talk to Blake Hammond. Where are you based again? Cincinnati. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. How's LA? Chance? No. How's LA? Yeah. LA is uh, LA's difficult, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's yeah, easy. a nightmare. Uh, what do you sometimes. mean not easy like well you know everybody here has a dream <laughs> <laughs> maintaining a dream so is it's, difficult yeah it's bad uh, yeah is it like is it bad because are the people is it just I don't know is it bad because the the comedy is bad or is it bad because it's hard to get into the good comedy places? You know what I mean? Comedy is, you know, if you want to look for bad comedy, you could find it anywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. uh, (laughs) For sure. You know, you could do the same with good comedy, but 
No, I mean, there are some good comics out here for sure. Um, I don't know. LA is just challenging, I guess. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's expensive and hard to find a job that is like not degrading and, you know, uh, yeah, it's difficult in that sense. And then it's like, people who are here, they obviously have certain goals that they want to accomplish, but like trying to get to those goals is challenging and then trying to maintain those goals in spite of all the challenges and the rejection and the the impalement you know that's that's what (laughs) makes it hard i suppose but yeah yeah i don't know i mean i feel like that's 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 everywhere too it's just yeah i guess la it's just everyone goes that yeah it's like what you said everyone goes there with the dream, right? Not everyone in Cincinnati, Ohio has a dream. Some people just have jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just and just live out yeah. their lives. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, yeah. So at least uh, the the good part of that, like L.A. to me, would be that everybody sort of gets it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. where like they're all like on the same lease. Like they get understand what you're doing. I understand right. that the drive of the the dream and the goals or whatever. And it's not just, yeah. you know, everyone you went to high yeah. school with, it's like a plumber or whatever. And you're like, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm going to do that. Is that, <laughs> is that your situation though? Like, did you, are you like born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I've lived here my entire life. Um, wow. And there just happens to be a, I like got very lucky that there just happens to be a very good club here and like a very yeah. good scene. And it's like really centralized yeah. to like a lot of bigger cities. So sure sure and you do the road and you do yeah yeah and that's what's easy too it's like you know these people come in from like like i'm opening for normand in a couple weeks because it's like because he knows i live you know what i mean so when he's ever around the area it's just like oh come here it's like yeah Yeah. sure yeah yeah, it's two hours away you know yeah he's great i love him yeah he's awesome um Okay, you just did, didn't you just uh, tape a, a special recently? Yes, yes, I just taped a special uh, with this production company out here um, that has connections to Amazon. Um, yeah. So it'll be on Amazon Prime. But yeah, we just I just got the second cut of it last week, and uh, it's cool, man. It's nice. like uh, we taped it in Cincinnati in this like basement area that's like fifty seats, you know. Um, uh. It was cool. Yeah, it's fucking, it, it looks great. It sounds good. I'm excited about it. I don't yeah. know what to call it. Because uh, I don't really? know. You don't have a title I, yet. No, I don't have a title yet. I, uh, wow. Yeah, it's like 36 minutes. So it's not too long. I, I, I just, I hate like hour specials, dude. Like I cannot huh. stand, I can't watch it. I can't watch comedy for an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I, I can't even yeah. doing it for an hour is like, okay are we are we done (laughs) yeah yeah i guess like maybe 45 minutes is like a sweet spot yeah it's not bad it's not bad but even then dude it's like if you're headlining a club and i guess maybe because 45 in a club uh you have the check drop so it feels like why we have this 10 minutes where it just sucks um yeah but yeah it, it just feels like 30 30 minutes is like the perfect amount of time I think to watch. Yeah. Unless, you know, yeah. you're watching somebody, I don't know, 
who's amazing. You know what I mean? Like doing their Netflix special or whatever, where it's very catered to that, um, that length of time. But yeah, I mean, I could never watch, like if Dave Chappelle did like an hour, like whatever, he does like four hours sometimes. It's like, Jesus Christ. I would. It's done way longer too, I hear. Yeah. Right. Like days or something. Like it's crazy. Yeah. That, that I don't understand that. I'm like, why, what, why, what's the point of you doing that? What's the point of the audience sitting there doing that? I just don't get it. Um, you're not working on anything at that point. You know what I mean? You're not like, oh, this bit works great at two and a half hours in. You know what I mean? Like you're not like finding true. anything out. Like you're just, yeah. uh, it's self-serving at a point. You're um, just talking. Yeah. And comics yeah, love talking. to talk. <laughs> I actually, I mean, dude, I hate it. I like, I, I there's really? nothing more I hate in the world than talking. Uh, I like doing my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like if I could just sit and never, like not speak, that would be amazing. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Truly. Do you love I talking? Personally, well, I like talking if it's about something I'm interested in, but I don't yes. like small talk. Like, um, yeah, a lot of my like comedy circle people around here, they all kind of say similar things about me. They're like, when I first met you, I thought you hated me, and I was like, <laughs> based on. <laughs> I was like, based on what? They're like, well, you just don't talk. I was like, I don't like talking. It's not about, it's not that I don't like talking to you specifically. You don't have to take it personally. I just don't like talking to anybody about like bullshit that I don't care about, you know? Yes. So I just kind of sit there <laughs> quietly. Yes, yeah. dude. That's how I feel too. I mean, like, I just went to lunch with a couple of comics uh, that are in town doing the Go Bananas. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. like, right away, like that first five minutes is just uh, painful. <laughs> How are you been? It's like terrible, awful. I don't want to talk about it. What do you mean? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Tell me about the bad (laughs) stuff that's happening with you. And I'll tell you the bad stuff that's happening with me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who died recently? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. Tell me who died and and how it's going through a breakup right now. Which of you have your hearts broken right in this moment? Yeah. When's the last time you thought about killing yourself? Let's yes. talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not kidding, dude. It's yeah. not kidding. I fucking brought, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. yeah, I've been feeling real down, really. I'm probably going to fucking kill myself. And they were just like, I'm like, okay, all right, maybe it might have been too much. We haven't ordered coffee yet, but uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah. But it's, uh, that, that's the thing that's on the forefront of my mind. And I'm just saying, right. whatever's right here. Yeah, yeah, Yes, yeah. exactly, dude. And that's why, that's, yeah, that's why. And then I'll just not talk like that. Like that, I've gotten that. <laughs> like, I think you hate, I think you hate me. It's like, no, dude, you just don't want to hear. Yeah. You don't want to hear what I have to say currently. You, Trust you me. don't want to know what's <laughs> going on. Yeah, it is, it is dark and choppy waters in here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm sparing you. I am. This is my way of loving you. Yeah. This is love I'm yeah. actually showing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, dude, that's yes. what they don't get. Um, that, no, that's interesting. It's funny that you would just say like, yeah, so I'm thinking about killing myself and then just like not talking thereafter too. It's like. Yeah, it's okay, like, well, you guys don't want to talk about the thing I want to talk about. So. <laughs> So I'm just gonna shut up. You guys haven't you guys haven't been thinking about what gun to put in your mouth? Like what, what one's not what one's not gonna mess up your teeth the most? Like Oh god. Um do you like uh remember your dreams like well? Can you remember your dreams? No, not at all. I 
I'm like on to, to speak of uh, depression. So I'm on like four antidepressants. So I don't remember like anything uh, I like okay, ever okay. dream. Why yeah. do you? Yeah, like for like three weeks now, I've been just having violent dreams with like. <laughs> people chasing one another guns like people rotting flesh like it's just like very violent and grim it sounds and cool gory and it is <laughs> kind of cool it's like like a fun action film but it's also like yeah. i don't know what the hell's going on you know in here <laughs> that's right. causing these dreams because i don't feel <clears throat> i don't feel yeah, panicked right. or anything during the yeah. day so is, do you, are you like, are you watching a certain thing? Like, are you like, you know what I mean? Like where you like Not watch like some yeah. sort of media that would be like sort of destructive yeah. or whatever. And uh -huh. then you like uh -huh. sort of gets your imagination going like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Like last night I watched Shrek 2. You know, like I didn't watch anything. <laughs> and then you go, you, you go to bed and it's Vietnam. It's great. <laughs> Exactly. That's what's happening. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> so it's not it's That's not so the media. Funny. It's all me. It's all here. It's yeah, like, dude, it's all in your head. Like it's like, yeah, I would understand if you're like watching the news like on Ukraine or something and like you sure. know, it's like you're like, ah, oh, like war and whatever, but like then Violence, you're yeah. watching fucking Shrek 2. <laughs> Shrek 2. I'm watching That's a so children's funny. film. <laughs> Yeah, and that's it's so like funny. Mayhem that's in there. So okay. you're not anxious at all, or like depressed, or whatever. I'm now. I'm like genuinely I'm, curious into why that's happening. That's wild. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I don't think I'm anxious. I was a little anxious yesterday, um, because like I don't have like a job or anything at the moment. I have no jobs. Yeah. I'm like auditioning for stuff. I'm not really booking anything at the moment. I'm hoping to. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, so I'm just kind of like sitting around. Right. And, you know, that, that calls for some anxiety, but I'm not like, you know, there's no like panic and alarm bells and shit, you know, it's yeah. like, okay, like today I'm going to huh. just, uh, go to the park and. Right. So <clears throat> if there is anxiety, it's like very much like deep down in there. And yeah, with all those other. <laughs> With all the murder and uh, with gore all the and bombs shit. and the dead and bodies. And the bombs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and the dead bodies, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So, yeah, that's, I, I, if you find out, yeah, I mean, there's not really like, that's not like a dream journal thing. You know what I mean? It's not like your teeth falling out or like, <laughs> you know, you're naked in front yeah. of class. That's like a, uh, yeah. yeah, a flashback to a previous mm -hmm. life. <laughs> to my past life when I was a soldier yeah. and a Marine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, okay. You don't have a title for your special yet, but I'm sure no. there's some titles that you're kind of like bouncing around in your head. Somewhat. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I really don't know. I was, I watched it with my, my friend the other day and we were like, mm -hmm. I mean, he was like, I don't know how many jokes are there. And I was like, probably like, I mean like, you know, actual bits, like if you just like whatever, not like, how many actual jokes are in it, but, uh, I don't know, probably like 30 bits. So it's mm -hmm. like, I mean, it's like, you could call it that. I'm like, I guess, but that's not really like a catching title. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. I want it to be something that like, everything's sort of dark and silly. That's the only like through line really. 
you know? Yeah. Dark it's and all silly. sort of fucked up and silly, but I don't really have any ideas. I mean, I was thinking like, uh, now that's what I call jokes or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? Something dumb, mm-hmm. just like whatever, just to like mm-hmm. throw a thing on it. Mm-hmm. And then you could make like an easy, uh, yeah. Thing for it. But it just, yeah, I don't know. It all sort of, I, I haven't found up with the, a, I the feel phrase. like coming up with a title is like the most fun, you know? Cause See, like, it's I, like giving I, me the most anxiety. <laughs> I was like the, the fun part was like the fun part for me was recording it because yeah. it was like two packed shows of just people that from that like like my stand up so it's like yeah. you know what i mean yeah. it's it was a uh, they like get it so like they came you know what i mean they're all in the same room yeah, and it right. feels real nice right. when you get yeah. that but um yeah now that like that's like it's like i don't know even what to i don't know i guess i just right. hate i hate thinking about my shits do you know what i mean i don't know like outside of like working on it like doing the jokes or whatever and writing like i hate like the outside of like how to brand it or whatever you know what i mean right right yeah i don't Hmm. know maybe that's just like a Maybe it's because I hate myself, probably. But uh, that's probably what it is. That could be a I title. Gonna, maybe it's because I hate yeah. myself. Yeah. Yeah. I was I, I was gonna call it I hate this and I want to die, but then I like I don't hate the special, but I no. like it is a, th- a funny thing to say. It, but I just, yeah. but I also I don't want to give people. It's funnier if you say maybe it's because I hate myself, because it's yeah, like yeah. just unsure enough you know yeah 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 but still to yeah, make like it I am light sh- the, right the problem is yeah i i'm very sure of the jokes i am not i hate everything else about me <laughs> that's like that's the uh so i just don't want it to come across that i'm unsure of the product yeah, yeah. You know i mean the product's mm-hmm. fine it's the uh, person oh. that's <laughs> doing I never, it. <laughs> I never even would have gone into thinking that deeply about it. I just think yeah, saying see, that's the problem. maybe it's because <laughs> I hate myself is funny. Yeah. Yeah. I like, think that's right. That's what I said. To end everything with that is funny. You know? Yeah. Say, oh, why did you move the car here? Maybe it's because I hate myself. You know, just answer everything. You guys ever think about that? that? (laughs) Why didn't you send this report in on time? Maybe it's because I hate myself. Just like answer everything that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's not bad, dude. I I might that is pretty good. That might have shot potentially a title. So we have a potentially a title. Maybe have a potential title. Maybe because I hate. Maybe it's because I hate myself, dude. That's actually kind of dope man that's kind of catchy maybe it's because i hate myself it is kind it is kind of catchy man there it is end everything that way it is and also end everything we (laughs) that could be the hashtag to promote it maybe it's because maybe maybe it's because i hate myself (laughs) that's why i shot myself in the head okay maybe i don't know it might have been dear (laughs) dear mom (laughs) I shot myself in the head. Maybe, maybe it's because I hate myself. It's not your fault, but maybe it might be. just it might be me. Just it, it might have been because I hated myself. I'm now writing in the past tense because I'm dead. 
So it might have been because I hated myself. <laughs> it might have right? been right? because I hated myself. It might have been. It <laughs> might have been just that, mother. Right? <laughs> Fuck. That's great. That's great. <laughs> um, no, I, I was listening to uh, Tom Segura talk about this. Do you like Tom Segura? Yes. Yes. <laughs> My friend, like, my well, my friend, Je- my friend Jeff, who's from Cincinnati, like is his opener. He goes and like oh, tours nice. all over. He's, he's on tour with them now. Um, I love Tom yeah. Segura. Me too. Yeah. He's great. So he was talking about this, like how he couldn't come up with a title for his special, and uh, he showed it to Judd Apatow, and then Apatow helped him come up with the title. And yeah. I was like, oh yeah, like that's also a way to do it. Like show it to another comic friend that you trust and then you know have them see like what the essence of it is or what the theme yes. is and they can come up with yes. this fast too you know um, yeah i think i'm yeah, gonna show it to like fun i think i'm gonna show it to like two or three more people and then just be like hey like i just yeah. need a title you know what i mean like yeah just yeah. write down like five things and then we'll yeah. and then we'll just pick from that and you know we'll probably land on maybe yeah. it's because I hate myself but uh, <laughs> I, I I'm I'm like I'm yeah. falling in love with it I'm falling in love with yeah. it like as we as we keep yeah. saying it and I'm like maybe it is yeah. dude maybe, maybe it's because it's I'm writing it down because <laughs> just maybe I have an inkling <laughs> this is just a thought. I'm just I'm just spitballing here but maybe yeah I love that I, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because to say to say I hate it's because I hate myself is too certain and therefore too sad. It's too, right. You know? Yes. It's right. too dark. But then it becomes kind of like a jokey thing when you add the maybe. You know. Yeah, maybe. You're just like you're like it's. I'm just throwing out ideas. I'm spitballing. Maybe it's because I'm I hate myself. Yeah. Let's see what sticks. <laughs> and I think it's because maybe it's because I hate myself. <laughs> Are there are there things you do like habits that you have at, that are born out of you hating yourself? Man, that's a good question. I wonder if there is. I wonder if like I I don't know if I like if anything specifically bumps out of like that like right away, mm-hmm. but I bet there yeah. is. I bet there's stuff I do that is so self-destructive like i mean maybe part of it is that stuff we were talking before like of like not being able to just have that bullshit kind of conversation maybe that's because i hate myself you know what i mean where it's just like uh like that kind of because that is that bullshit conversation is like makes people like you you know what i mean that makes like you affable to humans you know what i mean care for you it makes them care for yes you, or they're giving yes. you attention on something that you think is so trivial that shouldn't even yes. be mentioned and here they are bothering yeah. to listen and respond with empathy or yeah. sympathy or whatever and you're just like what the fuck is this shit yeah 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 oh that's really <laughs> that's interesting yeah yeah so maybe huh. so maybe that's part of it uh i mean there's definitely stuff that i like I mean, I eat bad and I, I mean, whatever, like yes. I used to, it used to be like drugs, it used to be like drugs and alcohol or whatever, but now it's yeah. just, uh, you know, bad food yeah. or, you know, stuff like that, like not exercising yeah. and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, yeah stuff because yeah, I hate yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, no, I get that. 
I don't know. I don't know. But I bet there is. Like, I bet there, I, it's kind of wild to think subconsciously of the stuff you do because you truly just do not like who you are, you know? <laughs> yeah. And also, it's For crazy sure. to think about how much I don't like me when I really think everybody else kind of sucks, too. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where you're like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, but I, I'm like really bad, but you guys are like, taking the cake yeah like, even worse yeah i suck that's, but boy you guys are like <laughs> that's actually wow imagine that imagine it's like the only reason why i'm not taking my own self-hatred personally is because i know in comparison to me you guys are so much worse like oh fucking god like jesus you guys are beyond repair yeah me i can yeah. work well, on you but you so yeah. It. <laughs> well, yeah. you see somebody with like no self aware. I mean, we see it all the time with like comics, no yeah. self awareness, or just like very narcissistic and like yeah. uh, very self serving people. And then, yeah. uh, but then you're like, I'm not like that, but I do suck. <laughs> I suck for different <laughs> reasons, but not not that. <laughs> but not for that shit. Fuck. Yeah, yeah not for no. that that shit. Like I'm a person. <laughs> I mean, I'm a human being. Good God. Yeah, you know, right. Sometimes, sometimes when I see those people, though, I just like, I just feel a little bad. I'm like, man, like, they're just, they don't get it at all. But at the same time, yeah. I don't feel bad to the point where I want to go and be their friend and develop a foundation and then work towards potentially telling them about it. Like that, I'm not interested in at, at all. Like, I just avoid no. them. But yeah, for sure. But that's also like, that's the problem too, is a lot of those like vapid, uh, sort of self-serving people are the, like, are people that if we, uh, became befriended them, that, you know, that's most yeah. of the big name people, you know what I mean? Not all of them, obviously there are some very yeah. nice people who have done well yeah. for themselves. But yeah, I mean, the people that like network their way to the top, it's like, that's like, yeah very much uh the sort of vibe sure in any field that's not just in comedy for sure for sure yeah that's true but it's interesting that you have a lot of these vapid types in cincinnati as well i didn't realize that there was such a oh dude yeah they're everywhere <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's the same it's the same it's the same type of person that does stand up you know what okay. i mean there, there's sure. like six of us but, sure. uh, you know, there's like nice people who hate themselves who are funny. Uh -huh. And then there's nice yeah. people who hate themselves who aren't funny. And then there's, you know, <laughs> the, the, the worst people <laughs> who love themselves and are not who funny. love themselves <laughs> and are not funny or who love themselves and are very funny. It's like, you know, there's like four oh, types of people. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. There are all kinds of and people. <laughs> yeah. There's really, yeah, you can yeah. like, but like with comedians, I feel like you can just fit them into, <laughs> there's like, yeah, I guess there's like people who do it as a hobby and then people who do it, uh, who are like just starting and are so excited and it's like, oh it's man, true, you're going to yeah. get the life beaten out of you. Yeah. <laughs> like so So badly. you, you, uh, you started comedy in Cincinnati and you're like, this is it. So I'm going to do for my, for my life as a living. And, and that was it. Yes. You yeah, never, that was you never I mean, about relocating or anything. Oh yeah, I definitely did think about relocating. But then like it was like around the time of the pandemic. Like I had almost 
I was making enough money to quit my job, like right before the pandemic. And I was like, sick, mm -hmm. I'm going to quit my job. And then I didn't. Yeah. Thank God, because then I got like all that unemployment stuff like in that sure. like time yeah. where we couldn't work. So yeah. um, that was like very lucky. But um, yeah, then once we came back, it was like, okay, noticing that you don't really have to be in New York or LA unless you want to like act or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. if you just want to do stand up at a professional level, you don't have to whatever and you can still get on tv from other places so it's like it doesn't right. really matter you know right right of course if i went to like if i did move i would move to probably new york and i would be much quicker route <laughs> to you know right. getting to do the things i want to do but yeah at the same time if you build a fucking following on the internet that's like the you have to do that anyways that's true you know like even no matter where you are, if you don't have a following, it doesn't matter. So it's like, <laughs> it's really interesting how that's uh, become a thing. There are like um, these TikTok celebrity, I'll call them celebrities with uh, quotes. They uh, start getting headlining spots at clubs and shit here. Yeah. They've they never done too, stand up, dude. never done stand up, and they just have a few videos that have like hundreds of millions of views or whatever and they get headlining spots at clubs and yeah it's like it's crazy whoa <laughs> yeah, it's crazy it's like... dude and then like you know you get and the thing is it's like i've opened for some of these tiktok kids yeah. I opened for one i don't even know what his name is still uh <laughs> we did not speak um and <laughs> But he, I've never seen any of his videos. He sold merch before the show. It sold, wow. I'm, I'm telling you, thousands of dollars. It was crazy. Wow. It was like, and, wow. all the, and all the shirts are just like things. It would be like, oh, like Midwest shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just sayings uh, that people say. And people are eating wow. it up. And uh, yeah, man. And then they bring out these audiences that like have never been to a stand-up show. So like I go yeah. up and I'm talking about the stuff I always talk about and they're just like, what? Wow. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys probably don't know about pedophiles or whatever, but uh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> talking about pedophiles. Uh, but <laughs> you know what? Not, this like, is it's not just relatable. This is potentially a separate business, if you think about it. There could be a live theater for TikTok celebrities only. TikTok and YouTube personalities only. Yes. And then they could do their events that way. That way there's no like clash or conflict when it comes to comedians <laughs> and like a yeah. stand-up audience. You know, people who go to a comedy club to watch comedy. You know? Right. Yeah, I would be nice, but uh, comedy clubs, they just want that money, dude. I mean, they made this was a Thursday night and it was two shows, yeah. both sold yeah. out. Um, wow. I mean, crazy. I mean, yeah. lo a line of that. people. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they're just, they're not going to turn that away. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it's like, yeah, that would be good. And maybe, I mean, some of these kids are fucking saving these clubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the craziest part. Is some of these kids are, like, mm -hmm. putting on shows and, like, giving them such a good amount of money. 
Like those yeah, those kids and then like those impractical Joker dudes, like it's insane. Yeah. They sell out so fast, so yeah. hard, make so much money. <laughs> it's crazy. And then we're yeah. just like, yeah, I crafted really good jokes and nobody knows me. <laughs> I spent five years on this joke and <laughs> I said yeah, it all over the got... world. All over and and, and no it's bombing here. One. It's bombing yeah, here in front of the bombing. kids wearing cotton colored tie-dye, you know, cotton candy colored tie-dye shirts. <laughs> nobody gives a shit, you know. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. 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 Yeah, if oh, I had just fuck. been like, I'm, uh, I love Jake Paul, that would have been like, yes! You know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> fucking shit. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's weird. Well, it's a, I don't know. Sorry, okay, then let me, let me ask you this. Like, th- then in, in spite of that, let's call it a, let's call it a hurdle of sorts, okay? In spite of that, this competing, tsunami of gen z vapid bullshitty pretentious teeny bopper bitches you know because like they're not they're not into fucking backstreet boys or anything anymore they're into some some teeny bopper who gives a shit i don't even know and and their little dance moves on 30 seconds to a minute long video you got that we're we're up against that how do yes. you maintain how do you maintain the rationale and focus to continue to pursue this as a, a stand-up i was just thinking about that today how i should quit <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no yeah. i i think yeah. there is i think there is ways i mean there because Okay, I, like, I just hosted for Kyle Kinane for the first time, and he, uh, his, there's still people. There's still people yeah. that love stand-up. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's like, it feels good. Like, once you get in front of a, people that love stand-up comedy, it's like, there's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of them around the country, around the world, that love sure. actual, the art of stand-up. I think there's okay. definitely still an audience for it. Mm. It's just, you know, the club we are, the clubs we are working also need to make money. So we have to deal right. with these kids and whatever. And uh, if they have to, you know, have some kid that did, if they had that like sup dude guy, you know, from Vine, <laughs> uh, come in and sell out two shows and just be weird for a half hour. Sure. You know, that's cool. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's like That's you gotta point. do what you have to do. Is that that That's almost it almost like is like um that gives us the that gives us a place to do our thing. Like they are essentially keeping our places alive, you know, for the people who mm. like stand up. That's a beautiful thought. It kinda reminds me of um like tent tent pole movies, you know, like yeah, like your blockbuster films that keep a studio upright. Yes, and then you can one hundred percent some of the more artistic films. Yeah, I mean the, the films. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, the production company that did my special, like, just shot, they shoot, like, Christian movies in Cincinnati, like, for, like, Christian things, because then they make so much money off of it, and then they go and fund a bunch of people's comedy dreams, you know what I mean? So it's, like, it's a cool, like, it's, like, fine, you know what I mean? I will take the Christian money, and I will use it to (laughs) accelerate my yeah my career sure that's a that's actually a really um like wise way of seeing it then i like that that gives me some hope for today thank you thank you for sharing yeah dude because you have to you have to have some hope or it's just a nightmare (laughs) hellscape that we live in and everything's bad you know so it's like yeah the the take yeah. my take is tiktok is tiktokers are good <laughs> for right yeah, now yeah. so i don't yeah, no, yeah, i don't yeah. hang they myself <laughs> they they serve a purpose yeah, right. and it, it aligns with our purpose too okay 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 yes yes <laughs> got, it. got it that's super helpful okay 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 so i i do this uh on all of my podcast episodes i take one specific korean television show and then okay. i ask my guest questions based on scenarios from that show and like what would you do if you were in this situation so you just like you know improvise whatever answer you want to come up with so um the show i'm talking about is called the silent sea it's on netflix it's a short i think it's like eight episodes very short tv show okay it is a sci-fi do you like sci-fi stuff I do. I'm watching Archive 81 currently. It's pretty oh, wow. uh, It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Dope. Okay. Shit. All right, all right. <laughs> so let's say let's say you're a scientist named Jian. The earth <laughs> is going through a major water shortage and people yes. are dying and suffering all over all around the globe. And you're an astrobiologist and you're hired to go to a station on the moon where they were conducting research on lunar water. <laughs> but but several years ago, your older sister went on a mission there and she died. Okay. And now yeah. it's your, t- your turn to go. What do you do? I guess you have to go. You have to go to save... The planet, even though it may be tie, it may be it may be hurtful to go to the place oh. where your dear sister, I imagine, has uh, mm-hmm. passed away. You know, but also maybe there's a cathartic thing in the idea that of going to the place where your sister died. Does he know why she died no. or how? Ooh. No. So yeah, that's I mean, they have that's some answer. They're like, oh, there was like a radiation leak, but it's like it sounds like bullshit. Yeah, right. So now, yeah, you kind of want your, there's that morbid curiosity of wanting to know how your sister died too, while also potentially getting to save the planet of the Mm, water supply thing. So yeah, I definitely go. Absolutely. Yeah. And you get to go to the moon. So why not? Yeah. Okay. And you get to progress the plot. (laughs) (laughs) Which is which is always good. (laughs) Oh, you can just be like, no, 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 show's over. (laughs) End of it. End. Okay, so okay, let's say you're the team captain of. You're a different person now. 
you're a different person. Okay. Let's say you're the team captain of this space mission to the moon, okay? But you yeah. have a young daughter who is severely disabled. She has a physical disability. She can't use her legs. You're her only living parent, right? There's no mother. And there's a very high risk of you dying on this mission. But you're assigned this task to go to the space station and find out what, what went wrong. What do you do? Fuck. I mean, do you bring her with you? Is it possible? Is it possible that you bring her with you? You know what I mean? Like, do you, I guess, I mean, what, what other option is there? Because you can't just leave her alone on Earth. You know, you have to either go with her or stay. Uh, so I would, I would take her with me. If I was, and you're the captain, so you get to decide, right? So, uh, yeah, I'd take her, I guess I'd just take her with me. Wow. And put us both in danger. <laughs> uh, as long as you're together. Yeah. Hey, do, can we just, ha can Koreans just have like a nice time? Can we not have to have these terrible <laughs> decisions? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, we ask ourselves that all the time. We're like, can't we just like easy and nice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a show Maybe I want to watch. Maybe that explains all my nightmares. Yeah, yeah, you're, nightmares yeah, you're yeah, having all yeah. these scenarios in your head. Yeah, it's just there. It's built. It's in my bones, in my blood. I can't escape it. Yeah, yeah. That's Fuck. so funny. Okay, okay, okay. All right, then let's say you're back to Doctor Chian. Okay, the one with the dead sister. All right, you get to the moon, and you find that there is indeed water there. But there's something weird about this water, all right? You see one of your crew members come in contact with this lunar water, and he can't stop vomiting water. Like, it's just like a deluge of water coming out of his pores, his mouth. He's like barfing water. It doesn't stop. And then he just dies. So the lunar water that they found at this station is indeed water. But if it comes in contact with the human body, becomes like a virus and it starts to multiply at a like an uncontrollable rate and you realize like there's no way to control this so you so you what your understanding is that your government sent you on this mission to get this water and bring it back to korea before the other countries find it okay but you also realize that the, some accident involving this water is what killed your sister and everybody else on the first mission. And that's a fact that the government hid from you and they hid from the, the media altogether. What do you do? You bring it back and kill everyone in the government with it. <laughs> you just jack Reacher whatever, dude, and you get a water gun and you start... You go to the Capitol and you just fucking fire, dude. That's what I would do. Get a super soaker, take out every <laughs> single person in the government. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. It's like, who needs who needs military artillery? Just get a plastic water gun and yeah, just squirt people I have a plastic with it. Because it's just water. 
right? Until it touches the human body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See you, dude. Bye. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> you just oh. kill everyone with the water. Okay. Yeah. You figure out a way yep. to weaponize it. Okay. Oh wow, that's smart. Okay. I like that. All right, all right. Final final question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's say let's say you're the same doctor again. You're Dr. Chian again, okay? You find there's a little girl. Like there's a little girl in this abandoned station. Right, and she has like Ooh. superhuman powers. There, she's like bouncing off walls. She's like tearing people's limbs off. <laughs> she's like super feral. <laughs> she can't even speak. All right, you realize that she is a clone that was used by scientists, including your sister, for tests to make this lunar water consumable for human bodies. All right. And then you find numerous other clones of this little girl's body that were, you know, researched on and killed during their whole process. So you, you realize now that your sister was part of a very unethical research experiment. What do you do? Oh, man. Well, I guess I would take that girl back with me and kill everybody in the government with the water. <laughs> I would, like, get the gun... And then I would send her out and be like, yo, these are the people who fucked you. Let's do this. You know what I mean? She would be my uh, confidant in that. Uh, but at the same time, okay, so with that, like, what else could you do, right? Other than get revenge on the government. And, uh, you know, your sister was a part of it. Sure, that sucks. But she's dead. So, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. She's dead. She was bad. That was a bad thing she did. Uh, but you can get them back because you got this cool water, and this, and now this like feral child that rips people apart. It sounds like you have a kick-ass army ready to go back <laughs> to Korea and murder every one of your enemies. Yeah, yeah, Looks that's what great. I would do, man. And it, plus, and then if you kill everybody in the government, that's less people. You don't need as much water. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And there we go. Dude, problem solved. <laughs> problem solved. Yeah. No, actually, the scenarios that you're c cooking up, they sound like they could be a good, like, film to follow up on this TV show. Yes. Yeah. It, uh, honestly, this TV show sounds like it rules. This TV show sounds like it's awesome. They just need some more uh, American aggression to add to it. <laughs> yeah. More colonial aggression. <laughs> yeah, right. Where you just, oh, we it? go back. Yeah, well, how do we make it a weapon? How do we make water a weapon? <laughs> That's how American I am. I'm like, yo, how do we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do we make water a weapon, dude? <laughs> let's let's ruin Is there a way to everybody. add guns? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Very good. All oh, right. Yeah. Nice. I, I, what I'm learning out of this whole thing is that you know you you are a true anarchist at heart. Yes. You're just yes. like, yeah, fucking revenge, weaponize, and tear down the government. There we go. Yeah, that's good. Yes, 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 for sure. <laughs> I know I look like I stormed the Capitol, but I did not. I, <laughs> I'm sounding like I did as well, but I did not yeah, yeah, do yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was a cool idea, but they didn't do it, do it cool. They didn't have cool water to do it with. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is great. Thank you, Blake. This was, yeah.